Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center right here in Tempe, Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. I'm definitely connecting you with the right ladies today. We have the Braid Babes here in the studio, CEO and founder Emily Bowman. Hello. Hi, thank you for having us. I'm so happy to have you. And Alex Chapman, Braider Trainer. Hi. Great to meet you both. Nice to meet you. You and I have not had a chance to connect, but you and I have been chatting on LinkedIn and Instagram, I think, a handful of times. Yes, we've been so close to meeting, but haven't. <laughs> no, I think we passed in the night at um, Jesse's immersion yep. probably a couple of times. And then also Rena Watts was with us not too long ago, and she had just interviewed you, I think. Yes. So good. So fun with her. Yeah, she was in town and uh, we had not met in person either. And it's been five years since she and I have been connected on LinkedIn. So it was really fun to have her in the studio with us. Love her energy. Yeah. So thank you for accepting the invitation and bringing Alex with you. Tell us about Braid Babes. And both of you can kind of, you know, just play off of each other and that great um, energy and and friendship and relationship that you have. So if you talk over, you talk over each other, you talk over each other. (laughs) Great. It's first, it's funny that you stumble on Braid Babes because who doesn't? And it's funny, we get all kinds of things. We get braid babies. We get <laughs> the phone autocorrects to brain babes. Oh, I've gotten that one. Oh yeah. There's, there's a, what else? There's a lot of crazy ones. So, so braid babes, we have teams of mobile braiders in each of our cities. I'm from Buffalo, New York. So that's where my heart lives. And that was our first city. We launched that four years ago. Two years ago, we launched in Nashville. I moved there too. I love hopping around. And now four months ago, we launched here in Scottsdale and Phoenix. So since we have teams of mobile braiders, they are servicing Phoenix and the greater area. And we are doing appointments if a woman maybe wants beautiful hair to attend an event or a wedding. And then we're also doing parties, kids parties, bachelorettes. And then we do bridal hair too for the actual day for the bridal party. And then businesses will hire us and we'll set up in the community and we'll braid hair for the guests of an event or customers of a store that come in that day. And shimmers, don't forget. And shimmers. Yes, I, I know. We've got, we've got it going on here. I love Can't it. Can't forget those. Yes, yes. So we have a team in each of our three cities. We have about 70 right now. A and, team of 70. And the plan is to take over the U.S. <laughs> take over. Braid Babes is taking over. No kidding. So you have only been in Arizona for four months. Yes, and I am loving it. Of course. I love it here. It's the best. The sun, yes. except today and the last couple of days, it's in the valley of the rain. Yeah, and how I, long have you been here? Four days. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just visiting. Yeah, I'm from Buffalo, New York as well. So I'm just visiting corporate, we call it, is in Buffalo. I'm so, so glad that you're here, Me like too. here in the studio today. This yeah. is perfect. I I'm didn't so realize that. That yeah. is why the rain was here. Yeah, yes. I brought it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> My daughter lived in Brooklyn for a year. Part of it was pre-COVID and then the other part was um, COVID and she was with Red Bull. Loved visiting when she moved and it was, you know, the city as we all knew it. And then it was very different during COVID yeah. and it's starting to re- regain itself, isn't it? Is it yes. starting to feel like home again? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it'll always feel like home. Buffalo is where I'm supposed to be, but I don't know. I'm getting a little... I'm getting a little tested with being here. I really like it here. Spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. (laughs) This is great. So how or not how, but why braids? Are you both stylists? Have you been stylists for for your career up until now? Yeah. So my journey started a little over four years ago and I was, I'm a girly girl, but I don't know how to do hair and makeup. Like I still to this day don't know how to do my makeup. And so 
Uh, I actually was working a nine to five in technology and I was trying new hobbies and, and one of them ended up being braiding. It was this wild story where I actually had this braid book under my bed for seven years, <laughs> never opened it to this day, actually. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I looked up the author on Instagram and in a few days she was starting a braid challenge. And so that's what started my entire journey. It's wow. really, really wild. Uh, so for 30 days, I did a different braid on my hair every day and I posted a photo of it on Instagram. And then everyone from the community started asking me to braid their hair. And I had heard to pay attention to what people are asking you for help with because that's where there's a need in the market yes. and you have a talent. And so I just, I started saying yes to everything. And then Alex's story, she actually was braiding. I'll let you tell it. But she, we hired her in 2020. So Braid Babes really started January 2019. And then um, I trained Alex, but I'll let Alex tell her story. Yeah. She's a little bit of a different one than I do. Yeah, definitely different. So I have always been braiding my own hair. I always joke because my mom braided my hair as a kid, but she always braided it too loose. So I fired her and taught myself. Um, I taught myself on my American Girl doll. I just like yes. sat her in my lap yes. and taught myself. Um, so I've always been doing like wild hairstyles. I always did my friend's hair for homecomings and whenever in high school. So I had kind of like been stalking braid babes for a little bit. Like I saw them on Instagram, but I was too scared to like do anything about it. And finally, one of my friends, Mo, who's actually the Buffalo City manager, I reached out to her and I was like, how do I do this? She's like, you just apply. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I did. And I went through the boot camp that Emily was running and she taught me how to braid. And now it's kind of, you joke that now I'm kind of like giving her tips as the trainer. So it's like completely... Yeah. I think that's one of my proudest moments of braid babes is, you know, I trained our staff and I built these, like our braid talent. And now it lives so beyond me. These braiders, it's funny because someone from back in the day will, they will message me and say, Hey, I would love you to braid me. And they're like, I want you, like they want me to braid them. And I'm like, I promise you, you don't, you don't want me actually. You want these new braiders. They're amazing. Uh, so it's completely flipped a switch down to the point where we have new methods that I haven't learned yet. I had to learn one two weeks ago, but there's still a few I don't know yet. And so whenever new hires are a little stuck, I'm like, I actually don't know how to help you. But I'm so proud that that we've built this thing that is living beyond my skill and growing so far beyond it. It's amazing. I'm so impressed and, and super excited that you're here. Before you landed in Arizona, you had begun to build a team. And how are things going now just four months in? Are you are you finding that this was the right next city to, to launch? Yes, it absolutely was. There is a lot of demand here for braid babes. And then also, I think thanks to our TikTok, a lot of people already know who we are here. And that was really fun because when we launched in Nashville, nobody knew who we were. And so we had to do a lot of convincing of, hey, we are legit. Uh, because when we hire a braider, we're actually, they're paying to learn how to braid from us. They go through our boot camp and then we hire out of that boot camp. And so that you have to have a lot of trust from the, the customer, from the braider for them to pay to learn in the potential opportunity of having a job. So in Nashville, we had to do a lot of convincing where we kind of came with some brand authority already in Scottsdale and Phoenix. And that has been really cool to hear when we hear, oh, we've we've already heard of you, or I've been braided in Nashville, or I see you on TikTok. I can't wait to try this. We do have a, a small team right now, and so we need to probably quadruple it. I think we're down to about six, and we could definitely use 20, especially with, you know, how busy the spring's going sure. to be with all, like, the Super Bowl and everything here. And so we are building an amazing team. We have our next 
Bootcamp Pro, we call it, is where we hire our top, top raiders. That's starting in January. January 9th. Yeah. So if you're listening, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask, rating. how do they get in touch with you guys to do, to say, hey, I want to apply? There's actually an application link. I can probably like post it in our story or something sure. so people can find it. Um, they fill out an application and then I'll be reaching out to them before it starts in January, kind of adding them in. The pro is actually free. It doesn't cost any money for the pro. Um, it's a, a week long, so it's a it is called boot camp, so it is pretty quick. But that's how we're going to be hiring a bunch of new braiders for Scottsdale. So, so you go through the training. This particular one is free. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be on board. You Correct. have to probably make sure you're passing the yep. whatever. Yeah, the... there's like passing and failing. That's my whole job. Is I go through and I give like extra tips and I grade their braids and yeah, yeah, it's a super fun. And is this full time for a lot of your your team or is this part time? How does that all work? We have about seven corporate staff that are full-time and that includes my co-founder Tori. Uh, she has red hair. She's so cute. I love her. She's been with Brave She's Babes. like the complete opposite of Emily and it works so well. They're so, just like polar opposites it's and it's perfect. It's perfect. Fill in the gaps. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like this really outgoing ball of anxiety that's really great at meeting people and then she's like this really carefree but she's not really going to go out networking but she's really great at like leading the team back at home base. Like so, a ball of sunshine. A ball of sunshine, yeah. yes. That's awesome. Uh, so we do. We do work so well together. And we have um, a city manager for each city. Mm -hmm. We actually are hiring a city manager here for Scottsdale and Phoenix as well. So if anyone thinks they'd be great at that role, building the community here, we're hiring for that. And then we have Alex as our corporate trainer. And then we have some operations and client service, Chelsea All-Star. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to her. But and then our braiders, we have a couple of full-time, but mostly it's side gig, which is really great. Weekends, evenings, that yeah, sort of thing. That's how I started. Yeah, yeah, I started as a braider and I just did... I had like a nine to five job and I did this as my like evening and weekend. And I was like, this is insane. This is a job. Like, what do you mean I'm getting paid for this? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? One of my most recent guests uh, is Veronique Monroe and she has Infinity Sun. It's the spray on tan. It is an international company, similar model where she trains and, and helps people learn how to use her spray tan machine. And it's grown incredibly so. And while a lot of people start off part time, people are making bank and booked all the time. And so I would love to, now that you're new to the Valley, I'd love to get you connected because I'm sure there's some great synergy between the two companies and you'll love her. Yes. <laughs> She's amazing. I just did a photo shoot recently and she did my spray tan. I had never done one before. I was like, wow, this is pretty wow. amazing. And we might just braid my short little hair so oh, at we some will. point no, today. We will. In fact, we'll do it before we do the car jam. <laughs> yes. I'm Very glad good. we brought the kit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we almost did it. it. <laughs> good. And sorry, I, you may have said this already. How long have you been on board at this at this capacity as the trainer? A little over a year. I think October was my year yeah. anniversary. And how is, uh, this isn't a, a question that we had talked about uh, me asking, so you can always defer and say, uh, oh, you're good. <laughs> but how has your life changed? Like, do oh you, my God. Yeah. It's, I don't even have words. Like this job has not only like given me braiding skills, but it's given me confidence to be able to like lead my my writers like lead the people in boot camp it's given me so much more confidence in myself to even be doing this this is insane that I'm doing this right now because when we first pulled out TikTok like she was like oh, oh. I'm gonna do a dance I was like no we're not no we aren't like I'm out of here I'm not doing this so but you've this done is, it I did and now I do TikToks by myself so somebody's getting teary-eyed over here <laughs> I'm trying to not do this is wild like but that but that's what's so beautiful about these kinds of conversations right we want to hear your success stories and with that comes a lot of pride a lot of growth and sometimes a lot of angst you know we're not without sharing some of the difficulties here too so feel free to you know share and, and highlight that too because clearly you're doing things right 
and and the love and affinity that you have for each other definitely shows and your whole team right you've already given several shout outs we have a we have a funny saying that we say braid babes is life and it always was such a joke that it was like so corny but like it literally is when all of our hq team is so like in like our blood is pink like we're so in it that it's like insane you know how how companies how brands use hex codes for your yes. colors so we always say we bleed ffd be7 <laughs> is that the pink yeah that's, that's so great oh my gosh now so uh, hairstylist prior i mean you're you've done braids forever and you've done them for friends and this and that but yeah, not no. necessarily a hairstylist no i actually like did went to pastry school like totally different lanes yeah so totally you, different you lanes. bake too I do, but this is this is like where I wanted to go, yeah. and I kind of got seared off. But I made it back to like the hair and beauty industry. Yeah. So. Did you bake over the holiday for Thanksgiving? I did. Good. I make a mean pumpkin cheesecake. Oh, I went and bought a pumpkin pie from Sprouts two days ago, and I think there's one sliver left for my son. <laughs> it's been my morning, my afternoon, and my evening. So funny. <laughs> Sometimes even a meal, uh, but pumpkin cheesecake. All right. I'm going to have to make sure that I either get the recipe or have you make oh, one. Oh, definitely. <laughs> make definitely. one and bake one for me. <laughs> All right. So your passion for braiding is fascinating. Yours is uniquely different. How about your partner, your business partner? How did she find her way to this? Yes. So we actually use her story and it's how we find more braiders now because she's the friend that always braided all of the friends. And so she grew up, she actually had a nickname. People called her braids, which I think is the cutest little story. It's like she's meant to be here too. Right. Yes. right. I wish we'd thought to have, bring her on remote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been, been cool. fun. Mm -hmm. But shout out. So, okay. So she, her nickname is braids. Yes. And so uh, now when we do our marketing to hire new braid talent, we have an ad that runs that says, are you the friend that always is braiding? Oh, yeah. Your friends, and that's we find a lot of talent through that because it is just such a thing. Typically, we're not hiring hairstylists, we have very few hairstylists. It is typically you're the friend on the volleyball team that all of the all of your teammates lined up and waited to get yeah. their hair braided by you. That's fascinating. Giving people an opportunity to do something that they might not have ever thought could be career. You're right. a perfect example of yes. that. Yeah. And again, my friend Veronique with Infinity Sun, very similar. Like she's, you know, I have I have moms and, and young women who, and even men who never thought they'd have their own business and now they have their own business. So that's turning into a question for me. Are these folks employed by you or are they, are they their own business owners and it's like a franchise or a licensed partnership? Yes, they're employees. Okay. Yes. We modeled a lot similarly to Drybar. Yes. How, yeah, they use all employees and have a very consistent experience. And that's the route we went. So we provide them with their kit, with their, their uniform, and train them on the entire Braid Babes experience so that no matter which braider you're getting for your booking, you're going to have the same Braid Babes experience. Okay. You both are so smart <laughs> and so wise. Tell me about the business background of things. And I don't know how involved you are I in, was in that say aspect. That's gonna bounce yeah, right yeah. <laughs> so you're just hitting all the high points, right? What are you doing or what have you done to make this a success on the back end of things, the business end of things? Yeah, so much. Now we're getting into the lane and the conversation of where I get beat up every day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love it. Uh, I always say I have such a passion for building the business and building something. And that's where I was before Braid Babes, I was feeling so lost. I really wanted to be building something. And that's what led me to this journey is I started having that feeling of, I feel like there's something more for me yeah. than, than working the nine to five. And, and so I'm so excited to be building it. So on the back end, there's, there's a lot going on. So for the first year, it was saying yes to everything. Because I had, I think the universe was shoving me 
into braid babes and it was really really wild and i just i simply said yes of course there was a ton of work but it was hey can you braid my daughter's birthday yes let me go figure out the birthing really quick and we'll figure that out and then even my first employee was not planned i never I ever was just about to bring her up yeah. yeah i never planned on building a business but the moment i hired the first employee accidentally I then i then i knew i want to take this national like i knew I, you know, I was, I was on a pretty successful career path before this. And so I knew I wasn't going to leave that path and simply braid hair. Not that, you know, that's amazing too, to simply braid hair. <laughs> what well, a I life. have moments all the time. I'm like, this is my job. What yeah. Do you mean? Yeah. Spoiled. <laughs> but I Seriously. wanted, yeah, I wanted to build something really, really great. My first employee, I, I was working a braid bar at a clothing store and the wait list was full. I mean, the community was just slamming me with braid requests. The wait list. A, a team of one. I'm yeah. right. <laughs> the wait list was full before it even started. And the business owner came up to me and said, hey, my one employee is a great braider and she could hop on and help you. And so that's how I hired my first employee. And I told her, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And then we hired Tori, my co-founder. And I told her, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never even been in a leadership role in my life. What? So, So 2019 was a lot of saying yes. 2020, of course, was quarantine shutdown. And I could not be more grateful for something in the business ever. We had 15 braiders about to go through in-person training. And then that was the week when we were shut down when the in-person training was supposed right. to be. I joke because I typically don't even have a best friend. <laughs> My best friends right now are our employees. I had two best friends at the time. Again, the universe just shoving. The universe was like, you, you're going to need these two best friends. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> one's a videographer and one has super long, beautiful oh, hair. It's like meant to be. So one's a model and one's going to like video it. Yes. So the three yeah. of us came together and we built the boot camp that Alex was talking about. And so Alex actually went through it during quarantine. And dur so during quarantine, we became kind of this quarantine crew where the braiders all supported each other as they were learning how to braid. And the second we were allowed to open our doors, we were flooded with appointment requests and we had a whole team to fill them for the first time ever. So not only was it a blessing for you to create this boot camp and have these best friends supporting you, a handful of really great people ready to do it with you, but a bunch of people at home bored, yep. watching TikTok and ready to go out and be seen again. Get their hair and done. Getting and, their hair yep. done. And then thinking, gosh, maybe I could do this. Yeah, because I'm that person. It, it was amazing. So we ended up quadrupling our revenue in 2020 wow. compared to 2019. And we were shut down for four months because we were in New York. We had the most strict, you know, mm -hmm. shutdowns. And then the end of 2019, the next kind of really key behind the scenes business thing for Braid Babes. I went to a cafe to work and I asked the guy, I said, hey, is the seat open next to you? And he looked over, he said, what are you working on? And I said, oh, I'm doing payroll for my company. And I told him what the business was. And he said, I think that could be a national business. You're like, yes. And yes. I was like, yes. <laughs> but how in all of the world do you take a business national, right? Like I had not even the slightest clue of such a thing. And he really just, he's still, we have two meetings a week. He, oh he just did a lovely LinkedIn post two days ago. It was amazing. But I meet with him twice a week and he, he was like, Here's how you create a pitch deck. Here's every single contact I have. Every single one of the people he introduced Genius. me to ended up investing into Braid Babes. And he guided me just all through all of it. What's really amazing, he said it in the post he just posted is now as a founder, I've actually gone further than he ever made it as a founder. But he's able to coach me and make sure I'm still taking care of myself and still help me make decisions, which is really amazing. And so with him, 
I raised $500,000 from investors in 2021. And with that, we launched Nashville, kept building our teams, our systems, processes. And that really helped us, you know, that's when things flipped. There's this book, Chess Not Checkers. And I say that's when things flipped from checkers to chess. Mm. I wasn't just saying yes anymore. Now I had to sit down and make decisions. And actually, you know, there's different paths. And I had to figure it out. That was really hard. (laughs) I was used to just like, yeah, we'll do that. Yes, we'll be there. Yes, we'll do it. And yes, I'll hire you. And yes, that's great. And then now it's like, which city are we going to? And how do I want to raise this money? What are the terms? And and how are we going to build a team there? And how do we strategically get the word out about Braid Babes? And then it all became decisions, which has been really fun. And Nashville is very successful. And one thing I like to mention too, is we all have self, self-doubt, right? I didn't think I could do it. I had to pitch to investors and tell them I was absolutely going to do it, but I didn't think I could do it. I told myself almost every day I was crazy and how in all the world am I going to build a business in a city that I don't live in, that I don't even know that I've I've never even been to. I was pitching investors. I've never even been to Nashville. I love Nashville. Yeah. 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 Like we're going to do it. So that, yeah, that was a wild time. How do you, how do you shift that self-talk? Because you're right. I mean, a lot of us have either imposter syndrome or we are negative thinking. We haven't done something before and we want it, but we don't know how. We feel like we're starting behind the eight ball or a combination of all that. What do you, and both of you for that matter, I'm, I'm sure you've had moments as well that's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you do for self-care and what do you do to change that thinking so that you can continue on your, your trajectory? Yes. To me, the biggest thing is one step at a time. Because when you think, oh, I have to launch a business in Nashville, that sounds like, where do I even start? Mm-hmm. But if you start with one step, okay, well, I need to build a pitch deck so that I can pitch to investors. I need to start emailing investors. You can start, you know, build your list and then you just start making the moves. And then all of a sudden you have a business in Nashville. And it's like, how in all the world did I do that? And then, you know, that confidence, the true feeling of confidence kind of comes later, but the fake it till you make it, you, you kind of have to just pretend like, I know I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out. And I have faith in me. And then, and then you take those steps and then it happens and you're like, okay, cool. I guess I actually do have that confidence. <laughs> I feel like for me, like it's more of an internal team thing that kind of builds confidence. Like we do, my direct manager is Tori. So the co-founder. So we have weekly meetings where they, she checks in on me, make sure I'm good if I need anything. So for me, it's more of like the team that we've built. I feel like we're so, we're all friends. Like we all hang out outside of Braid Babes. I mean, all we talk about is Braid Babes, but <laughs> right. we do hang out outside of Braid Babes and we've built like such a good relationship that if I'm ever, I mean, I've gone through some really rough stuff being hired through Raid Babes, like in my journey there. And I always knew that I had them to kind of like turn back to if I was struggling. So that's for me, like that they help build my confidence a lot for sure. We do have such an amazing team. We do. We really, we're just all there for each other and we really stick to our values. Like how she says friendship, that's one of our values, which is a sticky can be a sticky area. It's working get with into. your friends, yeah. Yeah, sure. it can be, but I think it's worth it. Definitely. So you mentioned your mentor. Uh, are you are you comfortable giving him a shout out? We've shout, given a shout out to a handful of people by name, so I don't know yes. if that's okay. Clark Dever. He Clark is Dever. a startup genius. Yeah. Um, and he's sitting at the coffee shop next to you. That's right? insane. It, it really, it really <laughs> is. I don't know. That's where I say the universe just shoved me when when the universe and you are aligned and you start figuring out and you start taking steps in the right direction 
it starts shoving you. Mm-hmm. And I really had no choice. <laughs> it, re- it really does. It's an aggressive shove. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Not a nudge, but a good old shove. Yes. Fantastic. Let's talk about some of the challenges a little bit more. Are there any areas in the last, what, four, it's almost been four years? three years, three and a half years, that you really, either one of you felt stuck or as a company you felt stuck? And then how did you overcome that? Great question. Maybe I'll start with our current challenge today or mine or the businesses. I love that. Is how do we go from three cities to 200? I think I think that's my new kind of, well, how I said I was struggling with how am I going to build a business in Nashville? Now I'm like, how am yeah. I going to build a business that's in 200 cities. That's a lot. That's a lot of scale, a lot of growth. And that takes a lot of knowledge that I don't have just yet. And I'm trying to figure it out as fast as possible. And it's, you know, do do we franchise? Do we own corporate? Do we? There's so many different routes. And again, it's chestnut checkers. There's so many really big decisions that I need to make. And um, at the end of the day, it, it's me that's making those decisions. And I have a lot of mentorship and a lot of advisors, but that's my decision. And how do I know how to make that right decision? It's a lot like Nashville. Like, so one of my mentors is going to tell me I sh- I'm oversharing, but he's going to be like, how are investors going to invest when you're being so vulnerable? I don't know, but they will. Um, of course, they will. They will. It's fine. Yeah, they will. And vulnerability goes a long way, especially when you're authentic and trusting and leaning into that faith that you both have spoken about. Right, right. So that's that's our really biggest current challenge. Uh, other challenges that we have, what can what's I coming think, to your see, mind? This is good that I'm here too because I'm more like smaller stuff, and you're obviously like the whole business. I feel like for like the internal staff, it's we're still so new and small that like most departments are a department of one. So I feel like that's just the but that's just the, the way it is. Of a yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But it also is kind of nice because we all know our lanes, but we all also can help each other in each other's lanes. So ha- so having de- a dedicated staff and a staff that dearly cares for each other and the success of the company and each of you individually, and yet it's a small staff. And yes. so everybody is working. But we all kind of understand that like we are still at the beginning stages yeah. and like we'll get there eventually. That's kind of just the mood that we all have. And I think that that's what's made our team so good, too, is that we're all kind of on the same page in that yeah. lane, that we're all understanding of it. So good. There's so much change every day, too. That yeah. has definitely been... Um, it hasn't been a challenge for the company. The company thrives on change, but it sometimes is a challenge for the employees. For the individual, like we the have, braiders. Yeah. Yes, the braiders, even in our our corporate staff. You know, there's a lot of training we kind of have to do. Alex just kind of realized the shift of working for a startup and why it's different and why it's why there's not big raises and big holiday parties and big bonuses. And, and it's just a little bit different in a startup. And so that's something that the team's learning and that I kind of learned that I need to teach them of like, Hey, here's why it's different. Here's what to expect. So things are changing every, every day. I have some personal challenges I could share. If, you, well. if you want, I was going to ask about self-care, right? Yes. Uh, your mentors made sure, make sure that you are taking care of yourself. So I'm curious about how you guys really make sure that you yourself are grounded and, and uh, doing whatever you need to do to to be personally phenomenal. Yes. I just posted on my Instagram. It's been a journey. So the first year, I just didn't know what was quite ahead. So I was taking care of myself. When I started pitching to investors, though, it was during shutdowns. And I just sat at the computer and just morning to night, worked on the computer and pitched to investors and emailed investors and updated my pitch deck and and uh, ate a lot of food. I, I thrive on people and community. I love being around people. Like Alex has been here for the week and I don't know if she realized how much I like 
go to the cafe and work. Like I'm not going to sit at home alone and work. I need to be around a lot of people. So quarantine really hit me hard and I gained 40 pounds. And then just about a year ago, I had a bit of a mental flip and realized that I wasn't taking care of myself, my body, but also my health and even my mental state and my mindset. And so it's been a really crazy journey the last year, but I lost the 40 pounds. I've been going to the gym all the time. It was a really steady, steady loss of weight. But also with that, I've figured out my health. I found out I was extremely anemic. I was getting sick every five weeks. I was very sick with some kind of cold, but it would knock me out for a whole week and a half. yeah. Yeah. So I figured that out. So now I'm upping my iron. I'm getting my energy back, getting my motivation back. But something I've been talking about a little bit is when I started my journey of working out, you know, people say when you take care of yourself, your business will thrive. (laughs) But if you let yourself get to a level where you're really not taking care of yourself and then you start taking care of yourself, in my experience, I started hitting more challenges and it became even harder to get to the gym. And even the business was struggling more. A lot of, we were hitting a lot of challenges. And then just now when I finally looked in the mirror and I was like, okay, like taking care of my health, I look brighter, I have my energy. Things started coming coming to me from the universe like crazy. Mm-hmm. And now I have a ton of opportunity in front of me. And so something I've been kind of sharing with others is when you start your your journey, there may be more challenges. It may be harder during your journey. But then when you get there, that might be when your business starts thriving. So be careful and take care of yourself and make sure you keep pushing and taking care of yourself first. And then to me, once you really work on your mindset, I think that was the last little key was some really great books I read, like The Four Agreements. They really start to shift your mind. And then all of a sudden the universe started providing and it was a really crazy difference. I feel like for for me, the hardest part of kind of getting onto the right schedule and making sure I don't forget about myself. I always had a clock in clock out job where I had to go to a job and sit down at a desk and a boss was going to notice if I wasn't there. Well, now I'm in my house by myself. No one's here to be like, Hey, are you working today? So it was kind of like it would, I would work until later hours of the night or, you know what I mean? It was kind of just, I was working all the time or I was working seven days, maybe not 12 hours, seven days, but seven days of having to actually sit down and think about work. And you kind of forget about yourself. So we, even the, I just keep talking about every, like Tori and everybody, but they're all really good about sharing like different tactics that they do that helps them kind of keep the structure. Like time blocking is something that they like kind of introduced me to, to make sure that you're actually, when you're done for the day, you're done for the day. And our whole business is on our phone. So even when I'm done for the day, my phone can still be going off and I can still get drawn back in. So it's more about like, setting boundaries, like being very like strong in your boundaries when you're done working is major and making sure I have time to actually turn myself off. And I joke, not look at the color pink for five minutes <laughs> and actually like do something else is major for me to be able to be on again. When I go to sit down at my computer, I'm actually like excited to stare at the color pink all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Seven years ago, I co-owned a social media company that was very successful. And we, our goal was to sell it within the three years that I came on as COO. And I stopped my coaching practice and put it on hold and said, I'm doing this as long as I can have a part ownership. And that all worked out in my favor. And we sold it in a year and a half. But what that required of me was everything. Or let me rephrase that. What I thought required of me was everything. And I had a a little young kiddo at home and two in their middle school years, uh, fairly newly married. 
and I was driving to Anthem from Chandler. You wouldn't have the reference probably since you're not here and you just got here, but it was an hour long drive, three days a week. And the rest of the time I was working from home morning to night. I was so dedicated to building this team and getting ready, ready to position to sell that it cost me my health. I was having major pain, abdominal pain in the daytime, and I was taking ibuprofen, and at night I was popping Vicodin so I could sleep, and it finally got so bad I landed in the hospital and had a total hysterectomy and appendectomy, and they were worried it was cancer. It was crazy, Wow! and that's been seven years, and I promised myself laying in that hospital that if I survive this, because you know when you're in that kind of pain, you don't know that you're going to be okay, and I was okay. I promised myself I would never not pay attention to my well-being to the degree that I would sacrifice my mind and my body and my soul for something, right? right. For someone or something. And Daryl and I, our producer, was we were just talking about that the other day. Uh, Business Radio X has been a slow build over five years, but I've gone through major challenges in the five years. I had, went through a very um, serious divorce. I had a total hip replacement recently. And yet I've stayed standing up and I've told my story as I've been doing it. And it's made a huge difference. And when we can look in the mirror and we can go, all right, what do I need for me today? What do I, can I do to continue to take care of this container and the soul that lives in it so that I can be of greater service to my team and my community and that sort of thing. So I love that you are finding that out way earlier than I did and not costing yourself some crazy experience because it's not necessary. I really went into co-owning that business and having had a couple other businesses before that were that weren't as successful, thinking that to be successful, you gotta, you gotta give everything. <laughs> you gotta right. cut off your right arm. <laughs> you gotta, you know, sacrifice your family. I don't know that that's really true unless we decide that that's the story we need to subscribe to. Right. I would agree with that. I think the time I've been taking, especially working on my mindset and reading is shifting the entire way I look at my company. And I think you've seen a shift, Alex, right? Oh, my I, God, mean, I was just telling Tori, like, I was like, it's like night and day. Just yeah. the way that she's like being a leader towards us and like acknowledging that like everything she does might affect us too kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like total shift. Yeah. A big one was uh, the energy bus. There's the just so many books. Bus. What's an energy There's bus? so many books Can I've been reading. Oh, is that another it's book? book? I yes. feel like I need to have this. And the chess, not checkers. Yes, and of course, so I'm many very books. familiar with four agreements, but what's this one? The ener- this one is the energy bus, and it's basically this guy that wakes up and he's like, of course, I got a flat tire, and of course, I have to take the yeah. bus, and of course, my kid doesn't have enough time with me, and just like, woe is me, yeah. right? Kind of playing the victim, and instead turns around to, he ended up on the energy bus, and ended up being the biggest blessing that he had to take that bus, and he gets his team on the bus by asking them. You can't force them to be on the energy bus, so one day I showed up, and I was like, who's on the energy bus? And and sure enough, one employee didn't raise their hand and she truly wasn't on the energy bus. And so that the book helps you through that too is, you know, if there's someone on your team that's not there and they're not on the energy bus, you do, you unfortunately have to get them out. And so, you know, the book kind of helped me make the, see that and make that decision. It was tough, but there's just a lot of books that have made a great shift. And what's really cool too, is if I see a book that I think the team could benefit from or a podcast they they could benefit from, we've been sharing it. We've all been kind of learning together. One of our values is, is learning. So Tuesday, each day has its own value. And so Tuesday today is learn it Tuesday. And so we'll share something specific that we learned as well. Friendship and learning. Sign me up. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> Wednesday there's... is Win Wednesday. Thursday's Thriving Thursday, and Friday's Friendship Friday. Fun or Fun, fun Friday? Because Monday, yeah. Monday's, Monday's friendship. friendship. I'm like two friendship days. I know, I always time. Mix up the, F's, the F's. 
And when you do your training, uh, Alex, a good portion of this in person, but are you doing a lot online too? It's because actually you... all virtual. Oh, it is all yeah, virtual. Yeah, this is a new thing we're testing out with okay, me out with here. with the pro thing. Well, with me actually coming out here and um, training in person. Okay. But all of it is virtual. So it's all run through Facebook. There's tutorials that we post. There's like 15 braids and five buns that you'll learn in a regular boot camp. But there's tutorials that we post every day and that's the braid that they'll learn. So it's all videos and I'll go live and like teach our little braid babes tips and tricks and stuff like that. But it's actually all virtual. So when when she's asking you to dance <laughs> and do these fun TikTok things to show the personality and that, that lighter side of things, what was the hardest thing for you stepping into this training ring and having people on Facebook and doing it online? Was it was that a learning curve for you too? I think the hardest part for me was like understanding that like I am good enough to teach. Like I yeah. am, my braids are at the level that like I can you know what I mean? Like that was the hardest part for me because I always am such a self-doubt kind of thing. Like always thought someone was better or someone else could do it better. So I think the hardest part for me was A, learning how to explain braiding through words instead of showing. Yeah. Because it's virtual, I have to type out like, no, that piece on this side or whatever. I had to learn the right verbiage, but also like believing that I can teach other people. Yeah, you're, you're an authority yeah. at, at, and, and acknowledging that. Yeah. That Even was part of my shift too. Like realizing like I went through we had a development meeting for myself because I was not really in the lane that I should have been in mm -hmm. so the flip for me too is always focusing on that too that like I am I'm on the scene for a reason kind of thing you know yeah yeah fantastic yeah so we can talk for a second about why Alex is even here so what we decided is when we have a brand new city that we're launching there isn't a lot of talent for braiders here yet. We have all new braiders. There's no experts yet. And so the idea is to bring our trainer in and have, have Alex come and get them to that expert level faster. Because what happens, we don't do in-person training in our cities that already exist. And it's because they already have expert braiders and there's kind of a knowledge share between the mm -hmm. braiders when they're working events together or parties together. Like the together. OG braiders, we call them. Yeah. Right. The OG braiders will kind of teach and they'll see what each other's doing. They'll work a party together, see how it should be done. So we kind of brought Alex in. She's been shadowing them, training them. She's been here. She's going to be here for 10 days total. Mm -hmm. So she's been braiding influencers. She's been working our braid bars. Driving the pink Jeep around. <laughs> yes. Pink Jeep. Jeep. Oh, yes. there's a pink Jeep. I love it. Of course there is. <laughs> she pulled up to the one event. I, I had to Uber to an event and she pulled up in the Jeep and I was like, is that how cute I look <laughs> every day? She's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, just me. Thank you. Right, right. I'm going to take this Jeep back with me to, yeah, to right? New York. <laughs> oh my gosh. So incredible. What would you like our listeners and viewers to know about your success story? Just even yourself professionally, either of you or both of you, that we haven't discussed yet. We're, we're getting kind of near the end of our segment. I'm just curious if there's anything that I hadn't thought to ask. To me, if, if you're listening and you are still in the nine to five, if you're happy there, I think that's amazing. There's things about that life that I miss. I miss having my coworker that sat next to me every day, Kendra, who ended up being my model. She was my mm -hmm. hair model. With the Ken long, beautiful hair, mm -hmm. yeah. Kendra used to sit next to me every day. Like, I miss that culture and I miss, like, having those people because we're 100% virtual. So we do get together. But I miss that. There's a lot to be said for the stability of a nine to five. This, your stress level's lower. How I miss just going tailgating and not thinking about braid babes. <laughs> I went to a festival here. I went to Gold Rush and I saw a girl with a braid and I was like, oh my God, who did your braid? And like, low key, I should have been relaxing. But she actually said that she learned from Alex. Oh my and God. She, well, that, she, do you remember stop. that? She took, <laughs> yeah, a, she took a picture That's with me. Amazing. She was fangirling. But then the next girl, I was like, who did your braid? And she was like, 
oh, I did it. And I was like, oh, we're hiring braiders. <laughs> she's and like she, supposed to be at a festival having fun. Right, right. Yeah. And she's networking. And, and she, she goes, she goes, oh, no, I'm starting my own business. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I see like you. But like, I miss the days where I could just go to a festival and just yeah. be at a festival. <laughs> Not that doesn't exist anymore. My friend was like, can you please stop working? This but, other girl learned from Alex too, but she didn't want to admit it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex, she didn't want to say it. Yeah. And so, so my advice though, if you're not happy in the nine to five or you're feeling unfulfilled or you want more, I kind of three really big things stand out that, that kind of brought me to where I am now that helped me find my passion in those early days. Uh, The first was having coffees with, with people. And so you want to find people that are living a life that you think you want to live or in a position that you think you want to be in, take them out to lunch, get their story, take them out to coffee. I shouldn't say lunch. I didn't take, I didn't do lunch. I didn't have money for that. I took them out. I took them out to coffees. That was the big number one. That was, that shifted my whole life. I ended up to this consulting job and it ended up being a huge part of my story. All those coffees are still part of my story. The second thing was trying new things. Remember I said I was trying new hobbies. And so trying braiding, I mean, what is this thing? Turn into this company. We're about to hit a million dollars this year and just braids. Like you don't know what something could turn into. Right. Uh, and then the third thing was paying attention to what people are asking you for help on, because that might just be a huge business idea there. This braid book that was under your bed for so long, seven years, you said? Seven years. <laughs> have you done a TikTok or pulled that? I mean, oh have you shared my, that book? You, you have need to do that. that. Where is that That's book? That's such actually. a good idea. Yeah. Why have we it's probably about that? in headquarters. Yeah, I think I, I think, might have to fake it and like yeah, buy the book. I was book. just going to say, of course, of course right? <laughs> buy it again. Um, and I want to shout out, you know, this this idea was born when we were on Phoenix Business Radio. I would really love to see you <laughs> share that story. That's, That's incredible. That's a good idea. Well, it it, it resonates with yeah. us. How, how often do we have an idea? I mean, I can tell you I have tons of ideas that from my early 20s that have never come to fruition, but they keep appearing in my dreams and in my yeah. conversations. And I'm getting closer to making sure that I'm actualizing some of those. But, yes. you know, pull out the book from underneath your bed, dust it off and, and see if there's something there for you. And if and if there's if it's not meant to be, it's going to go away. But right. clearly this one in the middle of the night was sending up lip <laughs> vibes. Sending up pink signals. <laughs> right. no, it's my whole life. It's yeah. my whole life. And how about you? Anything else that you want us to have as a takeaway from from where you sit in this great program? Um, I think the thing that popped into my head when you first said that was like, if I wouldn't have just done it, like I would have still been sitting at my job, like hating my life. Like Mo was just like, you just apply. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, if I wouldn't have just done You're it, like, like oh, what did you think it was going to be required? I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. I think that was just me, like, prolonging the prolonging it kind yeah. of thing. But just do it. If you have, like, a feeling that that's something that you want to do with, like, a side gig, you never know where it could end. Look where I'm sitting right now. Like, this is insane. Like, yeah. over just, like, a couple of years of just doing it and applying. Yeah. That's why I was getting teary-eyed earlier because it's just so magical that, you know, we can hire a braider and then bring them through this whole life journey and have such an impact on their life. Like this company, I like giving a lot of credit to the team, but like, then like I started this thing and then oh. we're able to take a braider and now give them a career. Right. That's yeah. Like it's, a, it's not just blowing. my job anymore. Like this is my career. Yeah. yeah you love these people. Oh my and God. you want them to succeed. I just had one of those moments. I was driving her Jeep to a, an appointment. I, I mean, it's like your Jeep, Jeep now. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> right. Give me credit for that, too. Literally. Sorry. So um, you're driving to an event. So I'm dr- I was driving. I'm just listening to music. The windows are down. I'm in, like, my braid babes gear. I'm like, this is a joke. Like, yeah. this has to be a joke right now. I'm going to, like, braid this influencer and, like, meet this new person in this cool city, like, driving this pink Jeep. Like, what is going on right now? Like, and at the end of the day, you're just you, right? Yeah. That's what's so cool. I'm like, this is insane that I've got here at, like, 31 that I've, like, this is, like, this is it. 
Well, you've earned every bit of it. Thank you. Clearly. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And you keep saying yes, right? And, and what a great um, companionship that you guys have. And clearly the whole team supports you guys in just lifting lifting each other up. Daryl and I are just really a party of two. <laughs> I have a couple of people who work for me virtually. Um, and there's many days in, in the year that we've been together, a year and a half almost now, that we've had to stare at each other and have those hard conversations. And sometimes I know where we're headed and I'm not bringing him along, or sometimes he knows where he wants us to go and, and I need to tap into that. Uh, so this is a great conversation for us to go, oh, wow, the potential. <laughs> yeah, and he's nodding his head yes. And he's, he's like, been yes, very absolutely. patient with me over this past couple of years that I've had to go through some really tough things. He's never left my side, and I'm deeply appreciative, even though he's threatened a couple times. No, he's never, <laughs> you've never, never threatened, but I know you think about it. So good. Where do we stay in touch with you? Clearly TikTok, Instagram. Is there a website as well that's open to consumers? How, do, how does somebody who wants to have the braid babes come out and do their hair, how do they make a, a reservation? Yes, basically braid babes everywhere. So TikTok is braid babes. Instagram is braid babes underscore official. And then our website is braidbabes.com. If someone wants to book an appointment, they do book it right online at our website. They'll pick which appointment they want, what, what time they want, and then, it's, and then it's booked. It's that simple. You book it and we show up. Fantastic. <laughs> and are there more spaces available for the pro training that's coming up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Unlimited. Which yeah, is unlimited for part. Scott's sale, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And where will that be? It's oh. all run on Facebook too. Oh, so it it's, is. Yeah, it's all run through Facebook. So it'll if you fill out, we'll have to post the application. The story yeah, so sure. um there. But once you fill that out, I would reach out to you and put you into the you group. Did so. that. Yeah. Okay, good. Good to know. Wow. So exciting. And pros open worldwide too. Yes. We That's actually right. I didn't even mention this. I we trained someone in England and she like went viral for her braids in England. And she, she like went through my boot camp. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. So international. We're, we're trying. Yeah. It's funny. I keep saying national. For, I know. For this. Yes. Inter and everyone else international. is like global. Yes. Global. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, braids, braids, braids have been around forever. Right. And you had mentioned that your mom had done your braids and you would undo it and you were fired. That, that would be me with my daughter, right? You had talked about being a girly girl, but never really doing the makeup or the hair as well as you would have liked to. My daughter was probably four and she said, can I paint your nails, mommy? My toenails. I'm like, painted painted toenails. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was, I think, 40. And I've been a girly girl-ish as well. Um, I ended up becoming a Mary Kay director after that because I thought, my gosh, I really need to learn how to embra embrace <laughs> that feminine, you know, beautiful side of me. But same thing. I would braid my daughter's hair too. Like, this is awful. <laughs> she'd pull it out and she'd That's funny. It. Hers never looked any better than mine, but she was that uh, authority on, oh, on everything. And now, a tough, see, I was a tough critic on my mom. It started young. You know, there's <laughs> actually quite a few stories like that of how their mom hurt their their head. Yes. And so they learned how to braid. That was actually Jess as our first employee. Oh, really? That was her story. Her mom hurt her head So she was much. the opposite. My mom was too soft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Madison is 20, uh, 26, so a little bit younger, at least than you. Um, I don't know your age. Oh, 30. 30. Okay. So a little bit younger than both of you. We used to go, and I can't remember the name of these places. So it wasn't mobile, like come to you kind of thing, which is so brilliant. It was these, you know, dress up places where they do the hair and the makeup. I can't remember. And the mall. Right. Some of the most fun places. That's where she learned how to just stand in her femininity. And now she's, I mean, it's incredible. I'm learning from her. People say, oh, your daughter's She's just like you. I'm like, no, no, no. She's my teacher. <laughs> I'm learning from her. I'm thankfully. just like her. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, I need, want to grow up and be just I like her. I need to start saying that because that really is true. She's my my muse. She's my motivation to keep taking care of myself physically uh, and soulfully. So this has but, been a great uh, conversation. So yes. much fun. Braidbabes.com. And of course, Braid Babes on Instagram and TikTok. Yes. And I know that you are for sure on LinkedIn. Are yes. you as well, Alex? I don't have my 
I'm like side-eyeing Emily. I'm like, I'm so sorry. No, I don't have my LinkedIn set up yet, but I absolutely will. No I point. did. I posted that a few weeks ago. I was like, I know. everyone make their... As soon as he said it, I was like, oh no. Yeah. A, a task I forgot to do. What's so, what's so, yeah. What's so neat is that it it taps into the B2B portion of your lives, right? And and just, I think, opens you up to a whole nother opportunity for investors and creativity and that sort of stuff. So we'll be looking for you on LinkedIn. Oh, task. I'm doing it today. <laughs> That's right. Emily's yes. going to be staring at... No, I'm scared. Right. So, on, so on LinkedIn, I'm Emily Bowman. I've been posting on there a lot more. Emily has two M's. So as long as you search Emily with two M's, you can find me anywhere That's pretty probably quickly. probably the only one, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So good. And I know we're already connected there. And, and again, thank you for uh, Daryl and Jesse Ray, as well as Rena Watts for making sure that we connected and yes. for you graciously saying thank you and bringing your sidekick, Alex, here, who's Thanks just for been me. such a pleasure to meet you. Thank yeah, you. Welcome to Arizona. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. You've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Workspace right here in Tempe, Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. Some media lean left. Some lean right and we lean braids. Thanks for listening. I'm Karen Nowicki. I forgot who I was. Karen Nowicki. And I'm going to have a braid right after we go off air. Yes.